0: Welcome to the V Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Avis, and sitting with me on the couch to my left is my co-host, the Prince of Pixels, Nick Wright. Also joining us today, returning again, GB BlackRock,
1: Mark Baker Wright.
0: And today we're going to be doing a tribute to Toys R Us. It's so hard to say goodbye.
2: That was so sad.
0: <clears throat> All right, friends. The dust has settled. The sun, the sun is set, and uh, unfortunately, Toys R Us is officially gone—at least here in the states. Um, this is actually a little bit of inside baseball for you folks who, uh, you know, just watch this but don't know what goes on with the show. This is this will be our third time recording this episode. Uh, we tried recording this back in. Um, when was that? When the news first broke that all Toys R Us's were gonna right? uh, was it was it like April? Yeah, because earlier this
2: year there was like a handful of them that were closing, right, right, and right. then yeah, I want to say like around April ish or so. Mark would probably know better. That I'm uh, actually trying
1: to remember. I thought it was earlier, but I also think that in relation to. In fact, your birthday's in March. If you thought it was before your birthday, you would have said February or March. So yeah, it must have been, I don't,
2: been April. I don't think it was that early that they announced that all were closing.
0: The yeah. reason I remember, I'm thinking April, is I remember the day that I went up there and did the little tribute video that I edited and put together. It was such yeah. a pretty day. It was warm and nice. Well, that'd be a, so, pretty easy to look up. We'll it, look up on this. it doesn't necessarily matter. But um, anyway, so. Been a while now, though. We, we decided it would be good to go ahead and, you know, get together and invite Mark in because Mark has, you know, a lot of fond memories of Toys R Us, as all, many of us do. We were all Toys R Us kids, you know, growing up. And uh, the, the fact that they were not only just closing down some of the stores, you know, like most towns or most cities had at least two. And in a lot of cases, one was closing, but you're, you know, it, it wasn't like we're losing you forever. It was just a matter of, is your childhood t- toys r us going to be closing down forever but yeah. you might have that other one still yeah cuz like we thought we were safe yeah you know, cuz they announced like a whole bunch of them were closing Right. and i was
2: like okay well that that one's closing that one's closing but the one you know by you know our childhood one it's like okay yeah. it's safe it's still staying open you know it's like you know you just dodged
0: a bullet dodged a bullet right and, and the news had been you know going around for years that toys r us wasn't in a good in good shape and it was only a matter of time before they would close anyway because brick and mortar stores are just kind of being put out of business left and right by you know not just Amazon but that that's just the nature of business not not every business can go on for over 100 years. Right. And you know Toys R Us I'll
1: tell you though. Yeah. I'll tell you. Astonished that Toys R Us is now gone but Kmart's still around. That's true. Kmart's I, had tons of problems but yeah, they're still
2: around. I mean there's a number of times I thought Kmart was gone
0: was well, it because that well okay does kmart own sears or does sears own kmart
1: sears owns kmart actually i think it's the way that works
0: so maybe they're being propped up somehow yeah. by that I, but sears is sears another is store that's in bad well. shape <laughs> one one of the stores and you know one of the local malls the sears is closed and you know we just have the one left
2: and that the one that we've got left it's like, I feel like they don't even try anymore. (laughs) You know? I'm like, yeah, I've been to that mall and like the Sears will close like a good half hour, hour earlier than like everything else. Like, you know, the mall will close at like nine o'clock or whatever. And I'll be in the mall walking around and
0: (laughs) they'll close down. It's like, like, really guys? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, I don't know a single person that just shops at Sears anymore. Like it used to be that they had craftsmen at least. It was an exclusive and, Many, many, many yeah. people bought the tools from Tears. Yeah. and I, I think there were some exclusives they had with in the automotive department. Probably like batteries that people were just accustomed to buying and were, you know, trusted that brand. But you know, they're, they're just there's no reason to go to Sears. There weren't a lot of reasons for me to go to Sears anyway. Ever mm-hmm. it, that feels like a 50s, 60s, 70s kind of establishment anyway. Uh, w- once places like Walmart and Target came along, you who, who shops at Sears? Yeah, it hardly ever. Um, but the point I was trying to make is, we thought we had at least one, and then the news came out very sadly that they were going to have to close every store. And uh, you know, here we are. That I guess the end of June, the very last Toys R Us closed. Um, right. Everyone, you know, very sad uh, people. There were there were a lot of tweets and messages going around on the internet when the news first broke. But then you got those last, you know, like there was the the uh, meme of Jeffrey all packed up with his little traveler's suitcase with the you know waving goodbye from the store. I think everybody saw that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But there were there was that one really neat also that photo where I guess like a crew that was taking down the store found that Mario sixty four oh, yeah, or Mario Kart. You telling me about that? Oh my god, that it was, was like so dusty. Oh looking. yeah, it just had twenty years of dust on it. Yeah, and dirt
2: found like they just got kicked under the shelves or something somewhere I guess. and just been there for like twenty years. Yeah,
0: and then nobody just ever cleaned under there. I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't or or somebody wedged under there so far on purpose. I, I imagine it just kind
2: of fell behind and yeah. you know I'm right right it didn't get kicked under. It. Yeah, it was, I don't think it was on purpose. <laughs> <you know?
0: laughs> but um, I I would go and, and it, when I first made that video, the purpose of me making that video was. Um, I wanted to preserve the memory of Toys R Us without it being picked clean because I'd already been out to the other store that was closing and doing all of the, you know, the sales and the, you know, the, the store was just r- over time getting picked clean and wasn't even recognizable as a Toys R Us anymore. I felt very sad and didn't want to see that. So for a couple of months, I didn't go back to that store, and it wasn't until. Um, 3 weeks or so before that I knew for sure they were going to be closing, I would go in there and I'd say, "Well, you know, I'm going to go ch- see if I can get, you know, 50% off some games that maybe I'm interested in." Because by then the sales really were nice. They you know, they were worth going in for. The the sales were never very good for a long time. Yeah. But, you know, in it all those you know, I it, it was very silly and stupid and sentimental. I kinda walked all, all over the store and like used the bathroom even you're like, I'm just the last time I'm gonna use this bathroom. <laughs> um, but you know, it's gone. I, I drove past it today, uh when I was on my way to the library. Is it just
2: me or does it look like fresh and new almost it looked clean yeah the only thing i can think of is that it's just because they took all those closing and clearance signs down maybe because the white of the building it just looks so clean
0: i always feel like when a store closes for good they immediately rip down all the signage that's the store signage sometimes they do yeah and it, it like you said it feels like new like they've cleaned it and who knows perhaps they're trying to make it look presentable because another business could come in and we we've read stories where places like uh what is it like hobby lobbies and other stores would go ahead and take over the space it's a lot of space you know it's a pretty big store but
1: that's the issue is it is a large space and there are only a small handful of companies that would be interested in something of that size yeah but they're out
2: there you know like at the mall they would always have like uh like a yearly thing, like a Halloween shop would like open yeah, up in that vacant
0: space. I've seen on Twitter friends who've retweeted that's already happened. Like they've already started oh, selling. Yeah, so that that's You'll see
1: happening. A lot of the old Toys R Us has become Halloween shops pretty
0: soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then after that, we started hearing all these rumors. You know, KB got themselves in the news. The people thought for a break, very brief moment that. Uh, KB Toys was going to kind of come back and fill that space. They've had enough time to lay low and get their, you know, stuff together. And uh, it, it
1: is coming back, but it's never going to fill the Toys R Us space. It was never yeah. that kind of store to begin with. No. And so they're looking to follow a similar model to what they did way back when. They'll pop up in malls. They'll probably only be seasonal, you know, just for the Christmas season, and see how they go. Uh, so we're not really looking at anything permanent just yet.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I'll, that'll be welcome if I. It'll give me a reason to go to the mall. I guess I rarely ever go to the mall anymore. And then, of course, there were all these, you know, stories about how I forget the maker of a couple of popular toy lines, Bratz, and some others. This this millionaire was going to try and, I guess, resurrect it by like a fourth of the closing stores and keep it open. And
1: yeah, that didn't work out.
0: Didn't work out. Um, now, the, are the stores in Canada still open? I guess Mark.
1: They are. They had a different buyer. Um, a lot of the, we'll just say, regional branches of Toys R Us in different countries, either were already running well enough that they could attract another buyer, or well, that, that's basically the story right there. Yeah. Is they were able to survive by becoming independent, you know, yeah. by having another buyer run them or being able to spin off somehow by themselves Uh, because there was just the one company Toys R Us happened to be international headquartered in the U.S. Uh, That's no longer the case. Now you're seeing a lot of little companies with the Toys R Us name in different countries, usually owned by a larger parent, but a lot of them will keep that name.
0: That's interesting. Now, do you know that since the liquidation, I guess, is now complete, does who like who owns the brand Toys R Us right now?
1: Hasn't been decided yet. Okay. There will be an auction still. Oh, okay. Uh, that buyers will try to get the intellectual property rights, including the name, the giraffe, the logo, etc. Yeah. And uh, that stuff's supposed to happen middle late August.
0: Okay. So the news isn't we're not done. You know, some more stories could pop up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and these these people like we as one of the side effects of Toys R Us closing down unfortunately, is uh, a lot of these toy stores, these big toy chains are filling the, you know, they're filling the pinch. Uh, I, I was sad to read just this past week that Mattel had to lay off 2,200 employees. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: which was, I think, something like a fourth of their workforce.
1: Give or take on that. They're actually fairly local to the area I live in, so it's a big deal around here. Oh, man. And,
0: that, you know, and, and that's kind of not a surprise. People said up front, uh in all the articles you know it's going to be Mattel's going to feel it hard because they're that was their biggest customer and you know you you don't see that great collection that giant aisle of barbie and lego well lego is another company but i got to imagine they're feeling the heat too they they have to be lego
1: is another company they have such a huge popularity internationally yeah. and they also have their own stores that they will feel it less than a Mattel or a Hasbro, but of course they're going to feel it too.
0: Yeah, aren't they owned by like the same people that bring it, give us Hello Kitty or something like that?
1: Oh no, that is a different company. That's okay, 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 Japanese company. Gotcha. Last uh, Norwegian.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, 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 okay, that's right. I remember uh, that now. Um, so yeah, Mattel's or laid off s- people. It
1: or maybe Sweden. It's one of the Scandinavian. One
0: countries of the Scandinavian side. countries. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, you know, alongside all of the, you know, the employees who had lost their jobs, sudden, you know, not suddenly, people knew they had time to go out. I was very sad, uh, kind of, to learn that on that trip, that video that I made, I, I was speaking to one of the employees as I was checking out. And I was sort of just chit-chatting with all of the employees, you know, like, how you know, how's it going? Is this, you know, is this, gonna, you know, like, I'm sorry, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And they were all very polite. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's okay. I've worked here a couple years, and it's just part time for me, and yada yada. But uh, as I was speaking to the person that was checking me out, because I'd bought some things, I had to make that final purchase, what I thought was going to be my final purchase. And uh, I asked, you know, what are there uh, like? Who has the longest seniority? Like, who's been around here the longest? And the girl said, Well, you'd actually might be surprised that there is still a girl that works here part-time a couple of days a week that his she has been here nonstop since the store opened and that it it was so like heartwarming and nice but at the same time so very sad right. um i was gonna try and get to a, an interview with her if i could i, I got her name and uh, i called her and i actually spoke to her on the phone she was a very nice woman and uh, she um there were some deals where she, she just wasn't sure if she was allowed to speak. She didn't know who I was, you know, like am I the media? I'm like, no, no ma'am, I'm nobody. I'm just doing this podcast and I love toys R us. I'm going to miss it. And I would just really like to talk to you about toys R us and the old days and you know, like, the changes that it's gone through. I just mm-hmm. had so many questions, but, uh, and she's, you know, like, I'll get back with you. I got to talk to the store manager to make sure it's okay. And, and she never got back with me and I never did reach out to her again. I didn't want to harass this woman. But I did talk to her for a few minutes while she was working. You know, it was was like, you know, how special is Toys R Us, Steven? She's, oh, it's very special to me, as you might imagine. I've worked here for, you know, over thirty years. So that's crazy. Yeah, and I don't know how old she was, but she, I picture she was probably in her early twenties when she first got the job, and yeah, just whole life has been there the whole life has been toys r us and just probably holds that place just it's just such a special you know i mean or uh, nobody can survive on two days a week someplace so she's probably got some other job it's her primary source of income but she just wanted to hang on to toys r us yeah
2: something sentimental about it Mm -hmm.
0: so you know that that kind of drove it home for me a little bit extra yeah uh, that's really cool and uh in our store opened and I, i went back and did research and I don't have the exact date, and it's not that important. But uh, our store opened in 1984. Mm. It, it was during that big growth period of Toys R Us when, you know, there there were a lot of stores around. But then they hit this big growth spurt and opened a whole bunch of stores in the mid 80s, and that's when we got ours. And you found I,
1: a newspaper clipping or something to that effect. Didn't you?
0: I did, and I'll try and get it and uh, and slap it up on the screen because it's neat. Because the um, on the newspaper clipping, and it was I want to say. November of 1984. Can't remember the exact date, but it was interesting that there were two Toys R Us's that o- either opened on the same day or were very close to one another, because they were doing a celebration. Yeah, kind of shared a grand opening. Yeah, they kind of shared like a soft grand opening, and it was it was really cute because in that clipping that Mark mentioned, there were you know guests that were going to arrive and celebrate like Darth Vader and yeah uh, other personalities of the time. That that's kind of a uh
2: You know, a a memory I've got of Toys R Us is from when I was a kid that uh, I think we were living in Florida at the time and there was one of these grand openings and, you know, you see it on TV with the commercials, you know, Darth Vader and whoever else is going to be there. I don't even know like what the other characters were because it didn't even matter. Yeah. Darth Vader, Vader your ears perked up. Yeah. And so, you know, I I, I guess I must have bugged my mom to, you know, take me to Toys R Us to see Darth Vader. And I remember that we got there, but we must have got there late, I guess. Because I, I remember getting there and just seeing that, that they were all in the back and they were all just kind of like walking, like they, they, were, they were leaving at yeah. the time. They were just walking off and, and going through like that back door and, you know, just like waving by or whatever. Like they, they'd already come out and, you know, waved at the kids and whatever and they're on their way out. But it, Did they have
0: any music or anything playing in I don't remember.
2: I, I doubt it, but I don't remember. But uh, just
1: watch that big flowing black cape. Yeah, walk but
2: away. I do remember. Like I, I caught that glimpse of Darth Vader from a distance, and like in my my mind, my child's mind. That was like the real Darth Vader. I mean, you know, he looked amazing. Yeah. You know, not like you know your recollection of like Robocop from like the (laughs) the sweatpants and a (laughs) (laughs) Halloween mask. (laughs) Yeah. But but you know I mean I saw him from a distance. Yeah. Who knows what he looked like? But he he was like the real Darth Vader, and even though I only got that quick glimpse, it was like the most amazing thing.
0: You were really satisfied. Yeah, I was satisfied. That's great. That's a good story.
1: throw a black sheet on and be Darth
0: Vader. (laughs) When you get closer, the the illusion starts to rub off a bit. He's just wearing, like, a black sweatshirt and some boots. (laughs) Some, like, regular old boots. (laughs) Like a plastic garbage bag for a cape <laughs> <laughs> but it, maybe it's for the best that you only saw it from far away it, it might be yeah you've embellished it in your kid brain so much it, it just is Darth Vader
2: you know and I kind of remember too like you know how kids are it's just like well okay that's it let's shop now
0: <laughs> yeah know, like, oh yeah it was that was it you in the morning, yeah, store? It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I saw a Vader now let's look at toys was
0: that the first time you've been in one also
2: no I don't I'm not likely okay I, I don't remember though really
0: The thing I remember the first time I went into Toys R Us is they had, uh, you know how when you would walk into Toys R Us they would kind of lead you through the usually seasonal things. Where if it was Christmas time there'd be sleds, yeah, and if it was summertime there'd be all kinds of pool accessories or whatever. Yeah, that
2: entryway was like a a long hallway, Mm -hmm. and then you just kind of like come into where you're talking about, yeah,
0: yeah. You'd walk in through those those double doors, and then you know walk right past those rainbow tiles, and it's, it's already such a a unique experience yeah. and, and you know as a kid this is your place this is a special place for you it's you know your parents would go to the hardware store or the grocery or to shop for clothes all very boring things uh, and then you might have that little instance of an aisle or two that had toys and that was your moment to shine well this this place was all for you and yeah like you said you'd walk down that long aisle you'd snake through whatever junk that seasonal things they were trying to pedal off but mm-hmm. it seems like Right near like where backpacks and things like that would go, they they put some sort of like little featured toy that they wanted to put out, and Transformers was very new at the time, and they had a lot of those G1 Transformers just right there. Yeah, first time, first time I believe I've really ever seen the big ones for, for sure, like, the medium sized cars and the big ones. I I think I'd seen perhaps the mini cars, and I'd had a sideswipe I think at that point. But yeah, it was just to see them all there like that, neatly stacked. And it didn't even really seem as anyone had uh, taken, like it was still perfect. There wasn't like one taken out where there was a a hole in that display. It was just all there, shiny and new. You you know, you you talked about... And,
1: and, And they used to be on shelves differently back then, too. I mean, I remember you'd see this long section that was just packed with boxes of transformers oh all gosh. lined up nowadays you go to a walmart to reboot twice when it existed yeah. you got it basically two feet wide and yeah just on cards and it was so different then
2: yeah man but you could it's so all these different.
1: boxes just lined up down for several feet
0: yeah yeah you're absolutely right about that
2: yeah. i'm hung up on, on a, a part you were talking about how you you think it's like the first time that you saw the big ones and that you maybe have seen like the mini cars but then you mentioned also that you already had sideswipe i consider sideswipe not
0: sideswipe side um the, the cliff cliff jumper no not cliff jumper uh, uh, what are some of the small mini ones not cliff jumper well, but cliff there's cliff
2: jumper bumblebee yeah but oh, there's another but, red uh, one uh, wind cha- uh, charger wind charger
1: charge Charger's red. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, charge it was,
0: I think it might have been him. Okay, But it was one of the little mini
2: cars. Because that's where it hung me Because I'm like, well, no, he's, not, I'm sorry. he's not
0: as big as Prime, but Sideswipe was in a, a box. Mark was know? very polite and didn't cut me off and <laughs> let me finish my Because You know he probably caught that too. I'm sitting
2: here twitching. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, not the Lamborghini Countach Sideswipe. That's my bad. I'm sorry. No, I just meant one of the little mini cars. One of the ones you'd probably see in a Walgreens. You'd pick it up. And you're like, Hey, this is not a GoBot. Because GoBots were a thing in RDA by that point. But. Yeah uh ironically it was you know like a parent where they get you the wrong thing but this thing was so much cooler after all yeah but uh anyways uh what were
2: we where were we well i'm not sure where you're going with that but you were you were talking about it's the first time you've seen yeah the bigger transformers
0: yeah i guess it doesn't really matter i'm just trying to speak to the uh the the aura and the way it made you feel when you would walk into toys r us as a little person even um you know, we're grown-ups now, but when you're a little person and you everything's just so much more giant anyway. Well, oh, and it's just so amazing. Yeah, it's just everything there. And every section of the Toys R Us just had something just like Mark said, there were just tons of everything. Yeah. You know, you'd have the section, the you know, the legendary game slip section. You there were you had at least a couple of aisles dedicated to just, you know, Nintendo, Game Boy, you know. Genesis, whatever. Uh,
2: and and you know, you mentioned the game slip section because they were like on those little cards and yeah. you could like flip up and like look at the back of oh, the box yeah. and, and take the slip out if you were gonna go buy the game. Which and I don't know if did did you ever do this where like if there was a game that you wanted to get, but maybe you didn't have the money for it right then or whatever, yeah. that you take like one of those slips and, like, hide it somewhere. To, squirrel it away. <laughs> yeah, squirrel it away to, like, ensure that, you know, when you yeah. are ready to get it. And, and you know, I don't know why kids do this, because you probably would never have the money, you know.
0: I, it, it's a desperation thing. But, I, you, you, sometimes you just beg, and you really pour it on. You might wear your mom or dad down.
2: Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, to, to ensure that there would be one there sure. whenever
0: you could get one. Well, because the system was, you know, you mentioned the slips, but they kept this magical gateway, like, paywall you know or just gated fenced thing where there was and there was a guy that worked in it and you ha- after you check out you'd do that little happy yeah and walk there's like over the
2: anticipation yeah like when you go and you know you pay for that you give the the clerk or whatever, yeah. The slip, right? And, you know, you pay for that, and then
0: you make that trip to oh. to the the magical it cage. It, it, it. <laughs> I, I can only imagine it's equal to when an like Olympic athlete wins a medal and they're walking up to their stand to get their medal like draped over their head. Maybe that's a bit much, but you know.
2: And it's like it's kind of like kids like uh, you know fascination with like the garbage man kind of thing because it's like you know you, you see like that you're watching the guy like he takes the slip and turns around and like finds your game. And you're sitting there thinking about how amazing it would be to have that job yeah. and be surrounded by like all those
0: games. You yeah. Know? When in reality he's burning up in there. It's super hot. He hates his job. Right. <laughs> like, man, just to be so close and to be able to touch. <laughs> well, I, one more quick thing too is I, I didn't think of this until just now, but it was great to be able to flip that card up and look at the game screenshots because if you were to go to a Walmart or someplace, they always would keep the games behind the counter, so you couldn't feel it and touch it. It was like really the first time that you could kind of grab a hold of it yeah and and you know look at it without bothering yeah, the person kind
1: of a paper representation of it
0: yeah, yeah. So, and we didn't obviously have online or anything so yeah, it'd be like behind like the glass door or whatever mm-hmm. you'd have to ask
2: somebody to come open the door
0: or in like the case of kb they would just have like a bunch of tags behind the camera. yeah and they would hang them on a little rack but you didn't have access to them you couldn't yeah. just walk around and start looking yeah, at you're it. like i want that nowadays there are so many games everywhere and you have used copies of games so they just shove it outside like they don't even care they're just like outside the store (laughs) you know like well they might walk away with it if so you know so what (laughs) but very different times back then um mark i I wanted to pause here for a moment and uh we'll we'll get back to the nostalgia of walking through the store i wanted to bring up the fact that you actually worked at a toys r us you have you know, something Twice. that Nick and I have never done. We've never worked at a toy store. That is a dream job to a kid anyway. Um, what what kind of led you to working at Toys R Us? And are there any specific uh, memories that you can recall that you can kind of share?
1: Well, I this is my first job outside of the college that I work, uh, went to. Uh, so I'd come home for the summer and needed a summer job to kind of bide my time and make a little bit of extra income. Toys R Us seemed a natural fit because, of you know, hey, that's stuff I like. Yeah. Uh, So I got a job as a storeroom clerk. Uh, So I uh, was there for all the trucks that would come in. I'd go in there with the big pallet jacks, bring all the boxes out, find out what things need to go out in the shelves and make sure they got into the shelves. Uh, I was also responsible for building the larger play sets or bicycles that would also need to... Either go out on the floor or sometimes a customer could pay a little bit of extra money and get a pre assembled bike or playset and then they'd pick it up from us. So I, I did a lot of that. I was always kind of in that back room. You didn't necessarily see me too much. Yeah. But I definitely built a lot of bicycles and helped a lot of people get large, unwieldy things to their cars.
2: Nice. Okay, Mark. Now, here, here's the big question that's on everybody's mind. <laughs> okay. Did you go in the cage? Ooh.
1: Sadly, I did not. was oh. a in part of the store. Never I did not have access to that part of the store with the video games. I only got to, um, you know, look at that from afar like you guys
2: did.
0: <laughs> Couldn't touch. Yeah. You, you never had an opportunity while, to just, like, sneak in there and start, just touch everything and then run out? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Seriously. Security on the video games was always very high. Oh, I'm and sure it had was tight. You have to have special yeah. clearance. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I did have a discount. I probably bought a game or two while I was there, but I don't actually remember which ones if I did.
0: Yeah. So, all right. So you you mentioned you would unload the trucks, and one thing that I've never done because I've never worked in retail in this way is I've you you kind of don't really know what's in the box right until you open it up, or I guess they have an invoice. Do you? Do you? I guess oh, what I'm trying mean, to say like is, do you the, know what you're opening, you know, opening up at the, the shipments? Yeah, the boxes—they're taped, and you get a bunch of them. Do you I know? Not, yeah. But
1: I believe that our manager did. I do believe there was some kind of invoice whereby the store would know what it was getting. But I did not have access to that. I just saw whatever was there when it came in. Like,
2: did you ever see like a big box that had Hasbro on it <laughs> and <they'd> be like, <laughs> oh, certainly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all some
0: the of this Transformers. Some actually the same
1: today. Sometimes, if you go to a Target, for example. If they are stocking the shelves, you'll see some of these boxes that say Hasbro Transformers uh, Deluxe Set, four pieces, something like that. That tells you, uh, broadly speaking, what's inside. It probably won't tell you these are the Terracons, yeah, uh, but it'll tell you what wave it is. Nice. So you can, if you know what you're looking for, you can get the right box
2: that way. You, you mentioned before that, you know, you'd use the pallet jack and unload the trucks and, and then oh, yes. make sure that things were on the shelf and whatever. But you couldn't just go straight from unload it on the truck to put it on the shelf. It had to go into inventory, inventory. Right? Well, yeah.
1: The, and the, There were places to store all those boxes in that back room. Uh, so they'd sit there for a while while people made sure that we had what we were supposed to have, and they'd go onto the shelves from there after sitting for a bit.
2: So um, sometimes
1: they a long while if there was no room on the shelves.
2: If if you did if you were walking the aisle and you noticed like oh you know this section is a little bare, then you you knew like where to go like to find that like specific toy or whatever to restock the shelf.
1: That wasn't my responsibility, but certainly that was theoretically possible. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was going to say, like, you really never walked the aisles ever, did you? other things you were saying, you mostly yeah, just no, stayed I, in the back. You just built bikes. I, I was pretty much like the hunchback or something. Back. Like, <laughs> like don't let Mark out <laughs> of <into> the back. <laughs> but Mark would have had that, you know, that perfect ringside seat of Darth Vader re- coming through those doors, you know, yeah, and he yeah, pulls his had, helmet off. He's
2: sitting there like making a bike, and oh, hey, Vader, you know? hey, what's going on, man?
0: <laughs> But certainly, yeah, The,
1: the, the, the main time they would have let us out of the back every night would be if we were there for closing, we'd have to take those giant flat brooms and push them all around. Oh, you had to do that
0: too? Oh, yeah. They didn't just that have a me. cleaning crew separately for that kind of thing? I would have thought they did. Drive the we'd Zamboni have to around. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, man, people are so dirty and nasty too. I'm sure like every single night you'd be surprised seeing how much dirt and garbage.
1: The, the other thing we do uh, at, at that, basically that same time is... You'd always spot check the shelves a bit so if people were careless and put something on the ground or on a different part of the shelf than where it belonged you'd take it pick it up off the floor put it back where it belongs so the shelves looked all neat yeah and you could find what you're supposed to be able to find so you would be finding barbies in the transformer section or vice versa yeah i was
0: gonna say now that's a classic ron move where i would see like a toy that i wanted I'd stash it somewhere where it wouldn't be anywhere near where it normally goes. Yeah, just so I could kind of return to it later. Just like the little tickets for me. Yeah, I would just stash them somewhere. A girl looking at rainbow bright dolls—they're not going to care if there's a transformer back there. They're just going to go. What's this
2: Optimus Prime doing? Stupid boy
0: toy doing in my stuff. (laughs) Um, But that—that's for sure something I would do, and I I would always kind of remember. Like, I wonder how many people do this and how much trouble it is for them to put it all back. (laughs)
1: suffice it to say it probably wouldn't last more than a day or two it's basically until somebody finds it at closing and decides it needs to go back where it's supposed to
0: yeah now did you have a magical moment where you'd open up a box and then oh transformer oh, sure. oh yeah
1: this was the era of generation 2 so it wasn't just that uh, you know specific toys were coming out but transformers oh, themselves yeah, transformers were, kind were kind of were coming back. back on the shelves for the first time after a bit of a gap So it no crazy.
0: that was a huge deal those the generation two like you know come back. Did, did you see light come out of the box? And, like, <laughs> Choir of angels sing. Optimus Prime look. Well, it, it, <laughs> it is true that
1: some of those designs were rather bright. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> they kind of made the the aura. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, all right, so let's let's get back into. We'll just say touring the store. Um, so you did have the video game section and. To the I remember to the left of that, you had another aisle that stretched from almost the entire length of the store. And board games. Board games, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Mark, I know that you're a huge board game fanatic. I certainly love board games a lot. My brother got me into playing them a bunch when I was little. So to see all of those games that I had Ball never balls, even knew existed, like niche games, just some of the funnest games I'd ever played. Just they weren't the classic uh, not like Milton Bradley type games. Cause you Certainly can still.
1: They were there too, but it wasn't just exclusively that. It didn't seem like there was a lot larger selection at the time.
0: Uh, one of the funnest memories I have of picking out one of those board games that I, you know, was not something I was aware of was, uh, my brother was working in towards Us and I guess it went on clearance and it was a huge board game. It took up so much space. So I'm, I imagine they wanted that space back and went on clearance in th- I think I want to say it was called Torpedo Run. Introducing Torpedo Run, a floor wars game from Milton Bradley. Die!
1: Die! Enemy fleet attacking! your battle stations. Fire one! Fire two! My destroyer's been hit. Red alert! Red alert! The flagship listing astern. We're doomed! Fire all
0: remaining torpedoes! Oh, we got him! Direct hit! Have a war on your floor. Play Torpedo Run. New from Milton Bradley. This game was Torpedo Run, and you laid it out on the floor. It was a very large uh, board game, and each side had their the same ships, like kind of like Battleship. There was a destroyer and like a submarine and some other little ships, and each one instead of little pegs to take it down, there were these little slots in each one of them, and you one of the ships you didn't set out to be shot was became, it was like a little gun, a little firing ship Mm -hmm. and it was filled with these little discs and you would just shoot them out of the little ship and you were trying to get the disc to go in those little slots and then it would activate a spring and then, you know, it would just blow apart basically. And, uh, kind of similar to crossfire. You, it was real frantic and then, you know, you'd shoot all your ships and then you'd have to run over and grab them back and continue shooting until all those ships were destroyed. But, I would have never seen that at Walmart or Target or any place like that. And I would have never known to look for it on Amazon, you know, because you have to be kind of specific and, you know, you can go down the rabbit hole of suggestions by Amazon, but it's not the same. Uh, Mark, can you think of any memories specific to like the board game section? Well, sure. Uh,
1: My big thing was always game shows. So at that time there was a lot more game shows usually during the mornings, and a lot of them would have home versions. So the wall-to-wall array at Toys R Us was such a way that it was almost all alphabetized, made it really easy to go, okay, I'll look up the Joker's Wild, see if there's a game there. Uh, nope, uh, tic-tac-toe, aha, there's one. Uh, Hollywood Square So you were just ad- kind of
0: like going on faith that it might, might already exist.
1: The games <laughs> the game shows I could find.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I kind of did a similar thing that, you know, and I was never even really big into it board games but i would always every time every visit you know you always did like the same things every visit yeah so you'd go down and i'd look down that uh, board game aisle and i'd kind of look for like the uh like video game board games or yeah that was your jam yeah because there would be like there was the legend of zelda board game which i wish i got but i never got that one yeah and like the super mario brothers board game and no, then there was like Donkey Kong and Frogger. Frogger,
0: and yeah. Q and yep. Pac Man.
2: I mean, they all had, a, if it was super popular, it
0: had a board game. And to continue off of that, uh, just that thought, there were lots of uh, TV and movie themed board games. Well, yeah, and
2: then I was going to lead into mm. like the uh, cartoon ones because there would yeah. be like a, the Ninja Turtles board game uh, and there was like a Ghostbusters,
0: Ghostbusters board game. Ghostbusters yeah. game, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, Yeah, so you, you could spend a great deal of time just looking at that board game aisle mm-hmm. and on the other side they had the kind of the more boutique uh more expensive toys and the glass cases so i guess the <laughs> the
2: way to describe my looking at board games i'd be looking for like the popular ips
0: you know yeah well yeah that's that's a kid way to think about yeah. it sure um because you just didn't have av- you didn't know whether a game was fun you just recognized the ip like oh this game looks mm-hmm. fun so I'm gonna miss having that opportunity to walk around and take a look at that long line of game, that just aisle of games. It went from like the ceiling to the floor. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot. Well, maybe it didn't stretch all the way to the ceiling. Maybe I could just be remembering it.
1: It that seemed way. like.
0: It. Yeah, it seemed like. I mean, because then you wouldn't be able to reach it. But uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was majestical.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah. So then they had the little places where there would be your little robots that you could program and you know, your sticks type things where you kind of like hit the little, you know what I'm talking about there? No. Where you, wherever you would go, you drum on some surface and it would make like drum sounds, hmm. you know, but just electronics that they would be out on display and you could kind of see it. There yeah. there would always be like this video camera that I would look at and eyeball like, Ooh, I would love to have that. Oh, uh, you know
2: what? This would kind of be, it, I think in that area. And it was around that time when there would have been like the Darth Vader, like, you know, when I was a kid mm-hmm. that, um, I remember they were like these lightsabers, like Star Wars lightsabers. Your step must be quick. Your action, sure. Yoda puppet and the Force lightsaber each
1: sold
0: separately.
2: As you move your lightsaber, the sound of the Force moves with you. It can be a powerful friend. That is your first lesson. Learn it well. The Force isn't my lightsaber. The Force is in all things, even you, my young Jedi.
0: The Force lightsaber and new Yoda puppet, each sold separately from Kenner Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection. Oh,
2: those. And yeah, they were so cool. And they weren't like the telescoping ones, you know, like they have now. Yeah. They were just always extended. It was like a plastic lightsaber. And it, was, it was real, um, you know, real big. And uh, it's kind of oversized. But And it had like these hollow kind of holes in it so that when you swung it, it would kind of make that roong, roong, roong oh, cool. kind of sound effect, you know? Yeah. Th- those were really cool. I think they were called like the Power of the Force lightsabers or something like that. I've got a picture of it. Okay. I'll, I'll I, will, I would like to picture. see that because I don't remember it. They would probably it. scoff at these things
1: sounding nothing like a lightsaber. Oh, yeah. But like us, they were really cool.
2: The, yeah, the stuff that's available now, I mean, yeah, it doesn't even come You close. can't think of it in
0: those terms. But, yeah, at the time. It was like the most amazing thing for sure. I, I would have played with a stick and pretended it was a lightsaber for hours. Oh, and I'm sure I did. You <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> um, and so were they? Were they pretty pricey? Like what? Or was it like you a know, wiffle ball bat type? I, material I don't that... think
2: they were, but I never got one. Ah, yeah.
0: oh, did they have different yeah, colors? I don't, I don't remember.
2: Yeah, there was uh, there there was red and blue for sure, and then I think when Return of the Jedi came out, there was a green. Okay. I, I want to say there was a yellow for whatever reason, but I'm pretty sure I saw yellow.
1: I know there was yellow on the figures themselves. I don't remember about the lightsaber accessories.
2: Yeah, I don't oh, know. Wow. But but there were the
0: typical movie colors. But they kept them in that area?
2: I'm pretty sure that I saw like, you know, it was kind of like on an end cap. I mean, cause yeah, it okay. was like in a cardboard kind of stand up thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they, they just kind of stood up in this cardboard thing. And they just kind of like stuck it in
0: whatever, you know, wherever corner, you know. Mm hmm.
1: It's a barrel that could move wherever they wanted. To. Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, so from there, you, I, if I'm not mistaken, there there would be like a, an aisle of educational type toys, books on tapes, and. Um,
1: I, I I'm sure they existed, but yeah. we weren't interested. Yeah, you're in getting into some of the stuff where stuff. I did, where cool I passed up. up.
0: But I would. That was just me. I devoured every square inch of that place. I didn't even care. I mean, yeah, I'd skip past the dolls and things like that. Um, even though that like pink Corvette that Gizmo drove around from Gremlins you know, like, was pretty awesome,
2: like, but... <laughs> like that very back wall, like all the way to
0: the right of the building, like I don't have a clue what was over there. I remember it, it was uh, kids like baby stuff. Oh,
2: okay. they, they
0: would have uh, like you know toddler toys and things like that. I, I, okay, I was gonna guess like the discounted items, you know, <laughs> like, and maybe oh. some of that too. But so there was that one side that had you know those items that I'm remembering then the next aisle was a great interest for me is where they kept in a glass case is all of the premier like radio control cars yeah that i was way into you know in the like 80s 87 88 that time period here comes fun on wheels psycho turbo hoppers these sons of guns pack turbocharged engines with your kids at the radio controls there ain't no place they can't go turn And they slip under, over, around the darndest places. Send them cannonballing off a cliff. Yahoo! There's no stopping them. Want more speed? Give it a blast of turbo power. If it's the one and only Tyco Turbo Hopper, it's a winner. Get your kids the real turbo hoppers, only from I was obsessed with these radio control cars by Tyco. So I would kind of drool over them. They'd have, they had always had these ones too that, like, I can't imagine anyone ever bought, like a radio controlled boat, this huge boat that you'd have to have a pond or something to play with. Yeah. Uh, and then there was like a section that I, where that was my lane, where it was kind of your knockoff version of those cars. <laughs> and they were like $20, 30 cheaper, but also were radio controlled cars. Um, and you flip over on the other side, they had when, um, this is something that was very popular that i don't think is necessarily all that popular nowadays but these like slot car tracks right you know where you'd apply a little like like a little uh and, pressure to the grip and, and they, they would go like around they
2: were so sensitive too oh I, yeah i remember like my friend eric had one and we play with Yeah. and you know you just it, you could never do it full force because it would just fly off.
0: They came and, with rails that you could install, and if you didn't put those rails on, to less, more or less, the, the g forces of the car kept it on the track because of the rails. I
2: mean, it, it was it was like a
0: competition just to even make a lap. <laughs> I know, right?
2: Skipping <laughs> off the track at all.
0: You were very good if you could make it all the way around without a rail. Uh, but yeah, I remember very fondly of the ones that you know. There was this one that glowed in the dark, but then it also went up a wall. They're here, zero gravity cliffhangers,
1: cause you race them upside down, plummeting through the giant loop, as you reach for new speeds, and use your skill to master the death-defying
0: spiral, and blast up the wall to zero gravity, then turn out the lights and you're in now make your final move to take the lead and win!
1: Zero gravity cliffhangers. No, with night glow. New from Dicco.
0: So that, that was a real popular set. Um, but there was this one train set that was majestical yeah. to me. There. The Transformer I, train. Yes. Uh, I yes. Where, there was uh, this way. And Mark had an opportunity. I know. You know what I'm going to say. We yeah. were at Botcon the last one that we all attended together and they, this guy was selling it and you wanted it. I know you wanted it, but you were thinking along I the know. lines of I, travel because yeah.
2: SpotCon was like here. You yeah. Know, basically yeah. He you had to lug it, it back to like he's in California. Right.
0: So. Right. So it just wasn't a practical if thing. If it was do. local
2: for him, I bet he would have got it.
1: I will tell you, I found one on Etsy that I haven't bought it yet, but I popped it on my wish list.
2: <laughs> Don't wait too long. And this one, <laughs> it was in the box and everything. was. I mean, it was
0: beat up, you know, but... It, it was. It, it had a little wear and tear, but the fact that he had the box and it wasn't just ripped to shreds was pretty impressive. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it was just so vaguely related to Transformers anyway. Like I don't think the train transformed or anything. Or maybe it did a little bit.
2: I don't know. Mark could probably tell us, but it was just like an electric train with like Autobot
0: symbols on it. Just branded with Transformers logos and things. I
1: I can't actually tell you. I've done some research since then.
0: Oh, yeah. There were...
1: Tycho did the train set.
0: I I remember that. He also
1: did train sets for G.I. Joe, for A-Team, I think at least one other property. I don't remember which ones. With one or two differences. They were all exactly the same.
0: <laughs> gotcha.
1: Mask, I think they had. So they even oh. probably still had Transforming Caboose. It was probably exactly the same, but it was
2: all mask. It's yeah, I'm going to have to
0: look that up on eBay now.
2: It's funny how many of those. It's like the exact same thing. Yeah. They just put like a different logo. Yeah, they or just
0: slapped the different IP on it. And we're you don't care because yeah.
2: call it a day. Yep. <laughs>
0: That's how it went. Re- well, repurposing toy brands is nothing new. I mean, even back then. Right. What was the uh what what became the Ewok playset? The Planet of the Apes tree? Oh,
2: or? I mean that was probably a few things. It was like a was that like a Manchichi like little
0: house or something? I don't know. Originally though, I think it was Planet of the Apes, wasn't it? I don't know. I
1: don't remember that specifically. though so you probably have seen the episodes of the Toys That Made Us that dealt with He Man.
0: Oh, those and were great
1: yeah apparently battle lot. cat came from one of those previous mattel sets it was something completely unrelated and they said here just use this panther
0: <laughs> i loved how too they'd have the little graphics in like sound effects and it would be like Bleh. you know like, they would slap it's so some clay funny. On it. <laughs> it's great the toys that made us on netflix if you guys haven't watched uh, the that.
1: Toys that made us- Star Trek is just full of that kind of stuff. Oh, I mean, yeah. stuff that has nothing to do with Star uh, Trek. The ad-
0: hardship of fans of they Star, Trek ad- the the Star, Star Trek and their the Star Trek one well. had me rolling on the floor,
2: man. The Spot. <laughs> <laughs> they have like that helmet with like the light, the red light on it, and be like, <laughs> "Yep, Star yep. Trek."
0: <laughs> yeah, for a long time they just didn't care, right? I mean, they just take anything and put a Star Trek logo on it. They would just like, have, there like, you go, kid. It's just have, like a
2: tank or something, and. Star Trek. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Poor Star Trek fans. They they look over and see the Star Wars toys and how great they had it. And they were just like the little redheaded stepchildren of the toy universe, <laughs> at least of the space universe.
2: Now I know, uh, you know, talking about repurposing stuff. I remember the Ghostbusters firehouse that because uh, I and I remember seeing this in like one of the like JC or Sears catalog or something that when uh, they were making toys for. Police academy. Yeah, they they used the firehouse for the police academy, oh, wow.
0: and I recognized it. I was like,
2: "That's the Ghostbuster fire." <laughs> what are you doing?
0: <laughs> I, I remember you telling me that, yeah, and I was blown away. Was like, oh. You were like, "You're gonna have to Google it," and I did, and there it was. It was, it was totally the firehouse. You could
2: totally tell. That's great.
0: Uh, so let's see. Uh, across from there, I want to say they had the sporting goods. Like if you kept traveling on the other side of all the video games. There was your sporting goods, you know, t ball stands and you know bats and gloves and yeah. what you're all the balls. Uh, now from there it gets a bit fuzzy. I want to say on the other side of that was the uh, areas where you could get all those like little uh, personalized license plates for your bike. There was like just yeah, knickknacks like, a like whole that. Section
2: for that? I, well, yeah,
0: kind of. You know, it, they didn't have bikes there because the bikes were in another section of the store, hanging that was like really high through the middle. Yeah, like straight through the middle. I, I want to say, it kind of like started merging, you know, between girl stuff and boy stuff, and there was like a section where like girls and boys would be shopping here. And I just loved looking for my name on those little racks. There were just tons oh, of little sure, racks, sure. and uh, you know, like my name was spelled R O N N. Technically, so you never could find that. Oh, yeah. You know, like now you shorten it to Ron, but even then, uh, it could have been Ronald or Ronnie. You know, you hardly ever get exactly the right thing. Now you two, no problem. Uh, mark and nick I mean, just tons got, of those yeah, whole I mean, racks of just mark and nick
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I do remember you know at times you know looking for my name on those and, yeah but uh, it wasn't just those things but i can't it, really i'll
1: bet they never got it right it. for your full name
2: oh nicholas yeah yeah because yeah, i spelled nicholas you spelled with a little bit k, with k right
0: everybody else is an h yeah what is wrong with parents they always got to get <laughs> cute <laughs> uh now but yeah from there it gets super super fuzzy i i can't necessarily because then you're like the front in that point you're looking at cash registers and um maybe it was like i said kid stuff baby stuff mark can you fill in that black hole of my my memory of what the other stuff well honestly
1: i can't uh there there are I have my own map in my head, yeah. which uh, I think it may even be a different store at this point. Yeah, uh, so I'm having trouble filling in with yours.
0: Okay, okay. Well, we we both our childhood Toys R Us was the same one. Well,
2: it? and they they changed
0: around. It,
1: it should too. be the same one, yes. But I've had experience with so many others by now.
2: Because even even the same store would like drastically rearrange and change things through Yeah, time. it didn't stay that way forever. Now this
1: is true. We could even be talking about different eras.
2: Yeah. Now I remember I mean when when you worked there, did it still have like the where the video games still in that same place with the flap and grab the ticket on that left side?
1: I, basically yes, I would I want to say that that was parallel to the board game yeah. wall yeah. just yeah. one aisle in. Because then yeah.
2: there was even like a time where they brought it up front and i i want to say it was still it was on the left side mm-hmm. but like right at the entrance it was just like right there and then oh gosh i don't remember that at and all and then they changed it i don't know if i may be thinking of a different store or not but but then it it ended up you know on that right side right that very right yeah. front corner yeah, yeah and it's been that where way it, where it stayed right but yeah i i want to say that for a short amount of time it had changed over there, but I'm not sure
0: it's I, possible. And well, and then the way it ended up being was they, they, ah, and I, I guess I understand why they, they wanted a more open layout. Maybe they could get, maybe they didn't have as many toys as they used to. And they, it was a way to make the store look more full or, or who knows. I wonder
1: about that sometimes.
0: Yeah. Um, but, but when we remember going as kids, it was just long aisleway after long highway. And there were very tall, uh, shelves. And, um, You could get lost in that store. It seems like at the end, you could kind of see the whole store almost from any place.
2: Um, What it ended up with, like, you know, before they closed, I mean, the
0: the layout was dramatically different. Oh, way different. And it was like Mark mentioned, too, with the Transformers, you just kind of had that small space sectioned off. You know, there wasn't a really big... yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a really large selection of Transformers. You were sharing it with... You know, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And, it seems like you know, whatever the
2: whole like middle of the store was like kids' clothes. Yeah, too. kids'
0: clothes. Yeah, kids' clothes and whatever thing they were trying to sell off. You know, like sell items or whatever, uh, knickknacks like candy and magazines or whatever. Just just things that you they want to just shove, get out the door, get out of there. Um, but you know, and I was.
1: Although- Magazines and stuff. I do have fond memories. Uh, This could only have been for a couple of years, if that, but the uh, folks that put together Panini, I think is the name of the company, they put together sticker albums and they put one together for Transformers the Movie. So they had a book that was a Transformers the Movie sticker album book, and then they'd sell little packs full of stickers. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember those. Do you have it? it? I think I have it. I think it might be. And
1: and we'd go back again and again just buying up those packs of stickers. They were eventually on clearance. They weren't too expensive. We never did ourselves complete the entire album. Maybe you did.
0: That's a great pull, Mark. I forgot about those little stickers that you could buy.
1: But that was always Toys R Us I went to to get those.
0: Now, Nick's found what I'm talking about. I wonder, at least I think he did. I'll
1: be able to tell you immediately if it's the same thing. That's it. That's yeah. absolutely
0: it. <laughs> yeah, you had um, Inside. You had to... Well, these are familiar, I'm sure, too. You had to have the Obviously, little red... Didn't
1: complete yours either. I see the red gaps.
0: Oh, yeah. I did not complete mine. In fact, I probably didn't have very many at all. But, yeah, here we go. And, and there were lots of books just like these, and I've forgotten all about them until just okay. now. And you, they'd have That's the number...
1: One that they had
0: tons of these. Oh, yeah. You just take whatever number you got and you plug it in and there'd be like a little caption underneath of it and uh, yep. yeah, I didn't get very many of them at all I guess but
2: man that, that's almost like the best part of like making your you know however often you were able to go to Toys R Us trips oh there's a know, one of often it's all beaten is, up Is getting like one or two more packs of stickers yeah, and going through and like, oh, here's a new one. Oh, there's a duplicate. You know, these were
0: not things that you got just for Christmas. You know, you just, maybe you were a good boy that week or something and your parents would just get you a little pack of stickers. But yeah, there's, there's, you know, that, that's great, man. I, I, I pulled this out of the, uh, you know. Rel- I honestly
1: have no idea what ever happened to the one that we used to have. I don't have it personally.
0: Yeah, you
2: know, I bet it's, you know, this one's in a lot better shape than ours, I think. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it's I, it's, I, it's funny that I was able to hang on to that and it be in a pretty decent shape. You I, know, I would
1: think so, but it.
0: I'll it is. I'll take some pictures for people on Facebook. I have discovered it the
1: in the years
2: I've been since then. Man, you don't have anything.
0: <laughs> I don't have a lot of them. That's There's true.
2: Like entire pages of just and probably
0: video. what happened was is I got the book and a couple of packs right with the book, and I just maybe never got any. But I remember seeing those packs, um and it, if I had yeah. seen them discounted, I probably would have gotten more. But
1: I I forget how long they were available discounted, but it seemed like we did get a lot of packs that
0: way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I probably got it as a gift, and maybe a couple of packs, and that's just all I ever got. I mean, there's there's ton, there's hundreds, there's literally hundreds of stickers in the set. So you Man, know, I, I you're seeing like one or two stickers per page. That's not that bad. I, I remember. It, like, it's just frustrating, of course, when you this.
1: finally do get above a certain threshold, and then you never get any new ones. It's oh, duplicates, duplicates, duplicates.
0: Got. Yeah, that. Welcome to baseball card collecting, too. Man, remember <laughs> yeah. when
2: they were like, you know the like mail order things. Oh no, like, yeah. You know, turn in like these proofs of purchases and get this Transformers backpack.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. There's one in the back of this magazine, but by, by the way, I'm going to take some pictures and, uh, show this on the Facebook page, oh, uh, you. you know, like Facebook, well, the it. bit geeks or whatever. Cause it's, you know, if you're a Transformers fan or just not, you don't even have to be Transformers. If there, I'm sure there were versions of this for Barbie and versions of that for Care Bears yeah. and versions of that for you name it. They they did them. It I, wasn't I just. Oh, trans-
1: there was one for Alf.
0: Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> I probably might have. I was a huge Alf fan back in the day. <laughs> yeah. um, but that man, that's a great memory, Mark. Good call. And I I'd put that up there and really just forgot about it. Okay, guys, this is this has been really fun and I didn't really anticipate us talking for as long as we did, uh, but. You know, we have a lot of strong feelings on this topic Mm -hmm. and I have more things that I want to talk about. So we're going to go ahead and just cut this episode right here. We're going to call this part one and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll rejoin next week for the conclusion where we'll talk about Toys R Us some more. And, uh, we'll also go into some other stores that we wanted to mention Okay. other toy stores that have have been closed and there's been a lot of time in between now and then we can kind of remember them more fondly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so just as I'm signing off, I just want to remind everybody that we're both an audio, uh, like an audio format podcast and a video. Uh, we, we record it in 4k and we put it out there on our YouTube channel. And I think the majority of you people would know us from the YouTube channel, which is, and if you're audio, you should know that uh, we're at youtube.com slash That's where you can find us. If you want to see the video version. And if you didn't know that we had an audio version, uh, we do. We're uploaded weekly on, uh, all the popular you know, services like iTunes and Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, you name it. We're there, and uh, you can just listen to us more conveniently. Because not everybody has the luxury of sitting in front of their computer for long periods of time. Right. You can just listen to us while you work or in the car driving back and forth from work. I get it. I do it, too. Um, I want to go ahead and uh, mention um, where you can find us uh, if you want to follow us on social media. I'm at Ron Avis. Very simple. And I'm at Nicholas J. Wright. Mark, where can we find you?
1: I am on Twitter at GBBlackRock, or you can just look for my name, Mark Baker Wright, or on Facebook at BlackRock's Toy Box, which
0: is connected to my blog. Good plug. Uh, Everybody check that out. Uh, I'm going to plug it every time until, you know, you're famous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Of course, we would have to be famous first. (laughs) One of us is going to break, and then we're going to elevate the other, you know, (laughs) at one point. And, you know, since... All right. So, um, but yeah, so I wanted to talk about that. Uh, you could check out our Facebook page. I don't know if I mentioned our Facebook page or not, but it's the big geeks. Yeah. You can search for us there where Nick isn't kind of Ho- taking on the mantle of yeah, posting hopefully, pictures. Yeah.
2: Hopefully I'll have pictures on the, the Facebook page, uh,
0: you know, related to the episodes. Yep. And, uh, you know, thanks for taking care of that. Um, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. I think uh, as far as housekeeping goes, um, Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week where we'll pick up on part two. Mm -hmm. I've been your host, Ron Avis. And I'm Nick Wright.
1: And I'm Mark Baker Wright.
0: And we'll see you next time.